Photo by Azad Photo Maldives from Pexels. Bachelorhood is as tricky as it is interesting. Last time I visited my grandmother she asked me why I hadn't brought my girlfriend. I gazed at her straight in the eyes and smiled sheepishly. Quisha. Sometimes I waver into my bachelor pad late in the evening, whistling, a carrier bag of supper in hand and I look at the darkness that covers my house. A darkness that says no one is in the house to hold the stronghold while I'm away on duty and I won't smell onions or hear the stereo unless I left it on and Kenya power has kept the trust. I remove my keys to open the door and sometimes the neighbor will open hers. You know, the one who has a habit of sticking her nose where it doesn't belong. The one with two kids and a husband who drives a Toyota Wish, I don't know what they wish for. She looks at me and because I'm formed like a bag of bones, she pardons me and invites me for supper. I decline because I know she's not really inviting me for supper but an interrogation and I hate those. I like my life private. Even though I'm here opening my doorway wide open, if it was up to me, we would never exchange words apart from a casual raising of eyebrows to acknowledge each other's presence. You get? My keys are dangling on my fingers. I hold one between my thumb and forefinger and turn the lock, then squat the way those video vixens drop it like it's burning hot and turn the padlock on the beneath lock and gain entry into my man cave. The first thing that welcomes me at the door is a t-shirt, one of my socks on the couch and a Bob Marley portrait on the wall. I remove my shoes and proceed to the kitchen with my carrier bag and assume the t-shirt and the socks belong on the couch. The carrier bag contains a bottle of milk, here we don't use packet milk, waste of money, a piece of liver and greens from my local always smiling mom and boga as it does, sometimes. I love liver because it's soft and it doesn't get stuck in between my teeth as red meat does. If it was not for the liver I would have passed to be a Rastafarian, topic for another day. On a good day, I have washed the dishes but on a bad one, they're all piled up waiting for someone to wash them. It's time to roll my sleeves up and start washing the dishes then fry the liver, make ugali and that is that. I wanted to get into how I cook my idols then I realized this is not Mandy Sorrow's YouTube channel popularly known as Miss Mandy, sorry guys. I go into the sitting room with my plate of idols, avocado ikuwe imi and ashul, but before attacking the food keep in Seoul IGTV. I dash to the bedroom and pick up a duvet to suffocate the cold. The silence is loud, I turn on the TV to suppress it. I get bored quickly because it is the usual corruption cases by Nawardin Haji, I mute the TV and turn on my stereo, I'm in the mood for some reggae tunes. Watch out fi dis. After my meal I leave the plate on my coffee table, wash my hands and have a glass of water before proceeding to the bedroom. I change into my sleeping shorts and the oversized t-shirt on the couch that welcomed me, then look at my bed, afraid of how cold the sheets are before gathering the nerve to jump in. I toss and turn telling myself sleep will come more easily if there is someone to hold, someone to make me feel warm. I pick up my phone and arrange something for the weekend with a skirt. I will clean up and do a bit of shopping before she arrives and the pad will look more of a house than a cave. I will sit back and enjoy the presence of something feminine around. And because mom and dad praise day and night for their sons, the lady will be a good egg. The kind that can shake things up in the kitchen. I never meet the ones who ask. Bazenga, Kwani Haujapika. Or tell you. Fudumiva, Yudakula, Edna Ukyenye Yutashiba. I always meet the ones who bring a bowl and a jug of warm water and make sure my hands are clean before I dig in, so that, God forbid, I don't get a stomach upset. Sometimes they will scream from the kitchen something like, do you like your food with tomato sauce or vinegar? And I smile because I know that wouldn't be a question if there was none of those. Zika Wapi? Phone call. Sawa, we will talk, and the call ends. I like talking especially to a bird that is in my house, a bird that might one day become the Duchess. 
I will pick her brain to try and figure out how she thinks and she will pick mine as well. Sometimes I will fail her skillful tests because women have a bag stuffed of those, mainly the ones who have read. Act like a lady, think like a man, and take Steve Harvey's nonsense to heart, sorry. If we have a thing going, she will spend the night and share my bed and we will talk more. For some reason, I like talking in bed too. I never understand those women, not that I have been with a continent, who, when it's time to sleep, give you their backs and all you have is their hair on your face. You breathe her weave and if you're asthmatic you might get an attack and then they will say you got killed by a horse or hide you in a septic tank. No, that is not how I want to go. I love to talk in bed because in bed people are weak, people have their guard down. The stories in the bedroom are only whispered and murmured because they can bring entire superpowers crashing to their knees. Because I only meet good ladies, she will wake up in the morning before me and make tea. She will cook all my eggs without knowing that I cook two a week because the way my finances are set up, I have to check in with the savings. Seriously, if you haven't watched some Kevin Hart stand-up comedy go and watch that shit right now. Lively guy. She will bring the excess in the bedroom. I will start feeling a little bit like the man but then there will be a point in her stay when I will start wondering when she will leave. She will go to the shower and I will think, bingo. She's preparing to abandon ship. But then she will come back to the sitting room and remove her Peter Marenghi equipment and take her time painting her nails while blowing on them and moving her hand in a whirl. I will think that has to be all, but then she will remove my towel and wear one of my t-shirts and then go back to the couch and start thumbing my remote and I will wonder why I showed her how to use the damn thing in the first place. I need to get out of the house to hunt some extra coin. I will start hinting that she needs to get going by saying stupid things like, I was scheduled to meet grandma today. We're really close. I will jingle after seeing the trust flowing out of her face like a fluid. I will continue with the ridicules and she won't buy it, so I will be forced to make another excuse and another one till it becomes a full-blown fight. Then after she has left, I miss her already, but Genesis 3:17 and to the man he said, Since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, the ground is cursed because of you. All your life you will struggle to scratch a living from it, you will eat from it by means of painful labor all the days of your life. I pick my umbra backpack and off to my day-to-day -day toil. The bachelor pad is a sacred place, it is a sanctuary. This is where a boy becomes a man. This is where you learn how to pay bills and become independent. This is where your manhood is unlocked. A bachelor pad is like a newly married couple's house, you don't come over unannounced and no guest spends more than three days here, because it is not designed for guests. It is designed for the male who is becoming a man and he cannot become a man until he sits down, by himself, on his couch on a freezing day and realizes it's actually easier to watch her blow her nails than try and convince her to come back again after evicting her unceremoniously, but always understanding the fact that we don't have to spend all day watching shit, instead, get out and get busy so that she may blow other things like gold roses than blowing nails all day. It is Friday 27th of September 2019, 6am and my alarm goes off. NKT. Greater than it's a struggle for every young black man. You know how it is, only God can judge us. Greater than. Greater than Tupac Shakur.